Hi everyone, my name is Patricia Duffy. I am the founder and editor of Gymnastics Now. One year ago this month, we launched Gymnastics Now. And in honor of our anniversary, we are debuting this new series today called Gymnasts on Zoom Drinking Coffee. Pretty self-explanatory title, but it's a casual conversation where we sit down with some of the sport's biggest names and discuss current events, their journey in the sport, and more. We hope you enjoy, and please note, as with any new series, you're going to have some technical difficulties, so in the future, the interviews will be side-by-side -side versus jumping back and forth. We'll have a new episode next Thursday and Thursday before Winter Cup. Thank you so much for watching and supporting Gymnastics Now. Your Tokyo shirt on, which is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you got to add a one now, but... When did you get that shirt? My mom got it 2019 for Christmas, I think. I was like, don't ever get another shirt like that because I feel like just doomed it. <laughs> Bad luck. Did she do that for you for like in Rio and that? <laughs> no, that's one of the reasons why I was joking with her. I was like, don't. No. <laughs> uh, it always but, it doesn't work. And it's very out. unlike her too. She's very like, <laughs> yeah, but. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I'm really excited to launch this new series gymnasts on zoom drinking coffee and I'll just talk casually with you guys athletes U.S. athletes international athletes and talk through different things and have some fun in a relaxed like chill environment with some coffee yeah. just conversation yeah, <laughs> that's good oh did you this morning or is this like your second cup yeah I I pushed it back a little bit today so <laughs> yeah I did a, a little bit of a protein shake and just a okay. shot of espresso okay so. Yeah. And what Starbucks mug is that? Like, is that like a Colorado mug? Oh, this one's from Vail, Colorado. Oh, oh that's so cute. Big ski town here. But. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But this is actually a Starbucks mug too. I can't really like, I don't want to like spill it on me, but this is actually, oh, nice. um, I got this on the way back from 2018 World Championships because I was at, in Doha covering Oh, it. in Doha, right on. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. And um, on my way back, I yeah, my bad my bad but right, here we go I'm just gonna do it this way I try to I'm, I'm trying to hold down the stand thing but it'll be just easier like here all right it's totally fine <laughs> but yeah so on the way back I did a layover in London just by myself kind of toured oh. got one of these for me first I thought it would be really fun now I don't know are you on your phone or your computer I'm on my phone okay actually. No, that's cool um can you do you know how to change your zoom background can you do that on there? I just watched today that that cat one. Did you see the like the thing oh going my around? God. So now I'm like, okay, let's see. More uh virtual backgrounds. Okay. Yeah, let's see. Okay, that's what we're doing. We're gonna do some virtual backgrounds because that's way more fun than just our boring backgrounds. <laughs> okay, I have some cool like mountain. Oh yeah, you could do that. That'd be really cool. Let's let's see what that what that brings up here. <laughs> what mountain is that this is one of the colorado 14ers this is yeah. uh mountain that it's the one closest to uh denver the 14ers are these like fourteen thousand foot mountains that are really popular in colorado okay that every like not everyone but a lot of coloradans they'll like climb them at some point or yeah that's awesome i wish i had that cool of a background but let me see what am i going to do um Okay, maybe you'll know this background. Do you recognize this arena? Uh, this what that looks like my one of my first world championships in 2010. Yeah. Or, is it? Okay. Yes, it is. Yeah. 
<laughs> I was gonna say that would that would have been um Rotterdam. Yeah, yep, it is. It's Rotterdam. <laughs> now I'm here going with mountains and <laughs> the gymnastics well, angle. <laughs> I've got the gymnastics angle, but that's fine. Like the mountain angle is also important because I mean you've been like climbing mountains. Climbing a mountain. A like, couple. <laughs> a couple of mountains. A couple of couple root of mountains, mountains, metaphorical mountains, all kinds of mountains. <laughs> Certainly. Before we get into like the nitty-gritty stuff, what you said you got a protein like coffee drink like what's in that drink like what does it consist of so uh, i did a, a core power so i got one of these okay uh yeah these core powers and uh and i just did a single shot of espresso uh, my mom got me an espresso machine for christmas so yeah i've been utilizing that but so not too much because i want to be jittery later yeah yeah, yeah. so you do like some core power some espresso yeah milk or anything yeah. just those two just those two. Normally, if I'm doing what I normally drink, I'll do a double shot of espresso, a teeny bit of milk, and a little bit of honey. Okay. All right. That's cool. Yeah. That's got to get kind of get you wired to start the day. What does your typical like weekly weekday look like? Do you just go straight to the gym or like what does that look yeah. like? Yeah. So, um, you mean we train Monday through Saturday. Okay. Um, then Monday through Wednesday, we have two practices. Um, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, followed by a, uh, a strength and conditioning session afterwards. And then Thursday, we're, it's kind of like our in, in the middle of the weekday. So we uh, take it easy. It's like a light day, recovery day. Mm-hmm. And then Friday, we're back into a double practice. And then Saturday morning, and then we're, and then that'll be it for the week. You've got a lot going on. And yeah, the, yeah. The, the double shot of espresso is very much needed. Do you ever like go for a triple? Is there ever days when you're just like, I need more? Um, yeah, yeah, there, there, there is, uh, there sometimes maybe it's, that's more if I'm like sipping it super slowly, kind of on the weekend, I won't really do a triple during the week because I don't want to, uh, dehydrate myself mostly, uh, before practice. Yeah. Um, so I try to avoid too much coffee. Europe does it so well with their espresso and their milk. It's so nice. It's always so good tasting no matter yeah. where you are, whether it's a gas station or like a five-star hotel, it tastes incredible. So Americans do it. We, our version of coffee is crap. It's just crap. So, but it okay. certainly is quite a bit different. <laughs> so, I mean, but you were born in Bulgaria. So I guess, like you said, it's like kind of, it's like more Europe, it's espresso all the time. They don't have regular coffee like I'm drinking. Yeah. No, yeah. Not so much of an Americano kind of deal over there. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's usually espresso and, always great the quality seems to be pretty good no matter where you're getting it from <laughs> let's go into more talked about what we're drinking and versus americans bean water um <laughs> so let's let's talk about um like here and now current events things coming up we'll kind of hit like some three um kind of news items that are happening right now and get your thoughts on them and um, like your reaction and things like that. I think you probably heard, but the All Around World Cup series was canceled um, or officially canceled. Yeah, so yeah. they awarded those spots to the plus one spots, non-nominative. So the countries can select to um, the men's top three from qualifications of 2019 and the women's top three from qualifications of 2019. So the U.S. men, although obviously Sam won American Cup last year, and yeah. there was a good chance to finish the U.S. men to finish and potentially get one of those spots. It's not going to happen. So the U.S. men are going to be plus five or like not plus five, 
have five men on the Olympic team max now. So what's yeah. kind of like, when you heard that news, what kind of went through your head and what's kind of been the reaction? I don't know if you've talked to anybody about that or if y'all discussed right. that. Right. You couldn't like pick a better time in terms of like me processing it because I, I woke up to that news yeah. this morning and um, I, you know, immediately had some questions for our national team coordinator, you know, Brett McClure and yeah. he kind of explained it to me and, you know, and I, I, I'm really upset about it. Um, it. It's very hard to, you know, process that, that, okay, now there's one less opportunity. Um, and the, even the, the fifth spot is not guaranteed because continentals right yeah. now are kind of up in the air. And so it, it, it it's just it, at, at the same, I, I, I'm upset about it, but there's nothing I can really do at this point. So I've, I've had to learn this lesson multiple times throughout my career is that you just have to roll with the punches. Yeah and see what happens because anything can happen and anything is possible, things can change. I mean, mm -hmm. even the Olympics themselves are not guaranteed as we know because yeah. of what's going on. And it, it's, it, it's very tough though. I, it, it, you kind of, you, you're like, wait, what, what am I doing here? Like what, I have to like keep training like at my, at the highest level, but then I keep hearing this like news that kind of just is like a, a punch to the gut every time. Yeah. But, you still have to find it in yourself because you know I've learned it so many times. It's like the hand that you're dealt. You gotta just, you gotta make the most of it and keep keep fighting to the bitter end. It's cliche. Yeah. And those punches just seem to come like I mean I think that they're I guess compared to let about this time last year they're coming like a little bit less. Um, I feel like I guess we kind of get. Yeah. I'm sure as athletes like obviously if the Olympics were to like just be axed and canceled altogether, like that's going to be the most devastating blow. But like, as far as, you know, the Olympics getting postponed last year and seasons getting axed and like just everything stopping after that, I guess, does it like become just like kind of more numb and you're just like starting to get used to it and dealing with it or does it never get easier? You know, you would think so after all this time that like would just keep getting easier to deal with it. But honestly, it it, it to, to, at least for me, it does not get easier. I mean, it's your dream. Uh, it's it's, it's something. Your, yeah, you work so your whole life for this opportunity. You know, you're like, why does this have to happen? This quad, but but then you also have to step back and realize that sports and athletics aren't a life and death issue yeah and this pandemic really is the, that for so for thousands of people yeah. so hundreds of thousands so you always have to keep that in perspective is that there is a bigger you know a bigger thing going on than yeah. sports so stay positive that's the probably the most important thing you seem like a pretty positive person so <laughs> I've been um. tested I've been tested but but I, I, I'm wearing your Tokyo 2020 shirt that seems pretty positive <laughs> Um, okay, so let's go on to the next one. I'm sure you probably have some thoughts on this one. So Flow Sports, USAG deal, streaming deal for the next five years, but that's been a really like hot button topic in the gymnastics world as of late, as far as uh, making the sport more accessible and especially for men's gymnastics, it's struggling to survive, especially NCAA in the United States. Mm -hmm. um, and it's certainly not that it directly impacts viewing NCAA or anything like that, but it just kind of puts a barrier. Um, some people are saying between 
viewers or potential fans and the sport itself. And one of the things that I saw somebody tweet about earlier today, um, and it's, I mean, it's common knowledge that the first day of Winter Cup, um, which you will be at Winter Cup, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The first day of Winter Cup will be on NBC Sports Network, but then the second day of Winter Cup, the finals, will be behind that paywall on Flow Gymnastics for $30 a month, which in general is pretty expensive. Um, mm-hmm. And then during a pandemic when finances can be tight for a lot of people um, is pretty expensive. So kind of what are your thoughts on that and how do you think this is gonna impact men's gymnastics right. specifically moving forward? You know, I'll start with saying that um, any coverage, any uh, platform is a welcome platform. Yeah. Uh, just because, as you've said, men's gymnastics just does not get the attention that I believe that it deserves yeah. uh, in the U.S. But um, on the other hand, uh, I just I don't understand why we wouldn't be able to broadcast this on NBC in conjunction with another platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also hope that even if people can't watch some of that live because of the subscription cost, mm-hmm. that they will eventually make it, some of those videos public. Yeah. You know, it's not the same as, it, you know, watching it live, but if I think they should be accessible. Hoping that USAG still does the YouTube videos that they normally uh, put up after routines. That's always been a big thing that pe- fans have liked. Yeah, yeah, I, and I think it's important just for transparency and so people can get an idea of like, you know, what's going on and people can watch these routines and post them and stuff. So I think it's a little bit unfortunate that um, that NBC won't pick up both days of this national championship because, you know, yeah. it, men's gymnastics just doesn't get, you know, the attention. Like you were saying, it's unclear at this point if USAG is going to post these videos on YouTube, like event videos, like they usually do really well with, you know, posting everyone, like I can go through and find your performances from day one, day two, podium training, mm-hmm. stuff like that on YouTube, no problem. And um, usually they live stream it for free as well for people who might not be familiar with it. I also know that they're going to be putting Winter Cup podium training behind the paywall. Um, so that's even like something where it's just like, yeah it's a training session where it's casual and it's you know mega fans or even just like casual fans who just want to tune in and don't have anything to watch like tune in and be like hey like I want to watch Eddie training yeah no I I I, yeah I'm I'm, I actually this is the first time hearing that podium even is going to be behind that maybe uh flow gymnastics thinks that they have a big enough base with enough interest to but I I think in terms of getting new people involved or getting more exposure, I don't see how a $30 per uh, subscription is going to um, incentivize people to yeah. want to follow the men's gymnastics specifically. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like the women's fans, I think there's there's obviously a huge fan base for women. And even like there are a lot of men's followers, but it's just, it's a, it's, definitely a barrier if we have to get it as a news outlet we're just like okay we got to bite the bullet and do it and so we can be able to watch different meets not just winter cup we'll be at winter cup that's not a problem but just meets that like we won't aren't able to travel to or anything like that appreciate that yeah Yeah. 
<laughs> that effort because we we the more you know the more people the more platforms the more you know um it gets circulated the more we we appreciate that yeah well thank you i'm not for like a plug or anything but that's one of the reasons that i launched gymnastics now is because i was just like i worked previously with another big outlet in the gymnastics industry um right out of college um, when I came up with this idea, I was just like, I just feel like there's a lacking of like a news outlet, like a journalism news-based outlet that reports daily gymnastics news. And it's inclusive of men's and women's, like both, and then fleet mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. AAA and things like that. And um, we're like one year in and we'll, we have a lot of plans and want to expand and stuff like that. But I yeah. just like there's so many outlets where it's just so heavy on the women's and the women are great like they're so talented yeah and yeah absolutely and they deserve it watch. yeah but you guys are also great and you do some crazy stuff and people should be interested in that and it's important to you know create that area where you know you can come and find the men's news as well as the men's women's news so absolutely so the next topic you probably will like this one this is our last like news topic before we move into more like winter cup and stuff is um stanford's men's team starts their season today uh, yeah. finally because like men's has been yeah. i guess week four of men this week week no week six of women's this week and then week five of men i believe like what are your thoughts on stanford's men's team this season and just ncaa in general obviously it's exciting to just have a season at all even if like a lot of teams don't have fans or like small er fan bases in the stands. So give me your thoughts on NCAA and Stanford. I think like you just said, I'm super happy that there's a season at all yeah. uh, for any team out there. Uh, last year, it was like a, you know, I got a brutal end to the season for, for every team out there. And the yeah. fact that they're finding ways, whether it be virtual or socially distanced competitions, is incredible that they're making that effort to make those happen. They only get four years. The NCAA isn't giving back years of eligibility. So this is, they only have four years. So I'm glad that they can have some sort of semblance of a season. Mm -hmm. And with Stanford, I was very worried in the beginning because I, I kept like being like, Wait, well, where's their schedule for the season? Yeah, it's just like, it's and nowhere then, to be found. I found out that Santa Clara County where Stanford is, was just very very restrictive with any sort of indoor training activities mm -hmm. and so it, it it was what it was but now I'm glad that they're able to start today and I think yeah. Stanford's team is so strong and so um such like unique gymnastics a lot of the time and I really love watching that and yeah. they, they've been getting better and better and they've been getting top recruits and and it I'm so excited for them and to see what they can bring to the competition for this year. Brody Malone, um, mm -hmm. Stanford standout right now. He's on the national team, I believe, right now. Yeah. Um, but he's opted out of this season, and a couple other guys have opted out. I'm sure that's a hard decision for those guys to be like, um, you know, I'm going to sit this one out this season. Brody, I'm sure, has the Olympics on his mind. And then over – in Minnesota, obviously Shane is in mm -hmm. Colorado training with you guys, and he has decided not to join the team right now. Um, unclear if he's right. been at all this season um, while he pursues his Olympic dream. Do you have any insider thoughts on like this decision that these guys are having to make that I'm sure they didn't think they were going to have to make? 
you know, I, I can't really speak for Brody or the other seniors. Um, I, I understand though, that training has been so segmented and it, it, you know, part of like, you know, like the experience is training with your team in the preseason and being together and kind of developing a camaraderie. And that just isn't really, wasn't really possible. And I feel like he didn't even know, I'd imagine if season was going to even happen at all. And so he really couldn't put aside his like collegiate uh, aspirations and, you know, potentially risk his Olympic aspirations. So I think he, he knows like this might be, who knows, maybe his last go around for the Olympics. Probably not, but it, it's just such a when there's so much uncertainty about the season I think you can only focus on like okay I know like supposedly the Olympics is going to happen so I got to like be focused in on that while I can while I'm this talented this able this much potential um and I know for Shane he it's still not totally out of the question he might still be able to travel back for a couple of competitions I know he's hoping to do that because for them there's even more um gravity behind it because obviously they're getting cut after this year so I couldn't even imagine being in his shoes or either of their shoes for that matter it's just such a weird thing but I will say I don't know if you actually have heard but um the NCAA did approve before gymnastics season even started that whether they competed or not everyone who was on a roster this season will get an extra season of eligibility so oh really okay that's awesome I, I actually did not know that yeah, yeah, I know yeah. Last year they didn't couldn't get their season no. their seasons back, which was, you know, everyone in the gym world is like, why? Like they should get another season, <laughs> but um, but for this year, definitely whether they compete or not, because of the impacts that it's having on the season, okay. the decisions. So like, if Brody wants to come back and compete for a final season, um, obviously for yeah. Shane, it still doesn't solve the issue with Minnesota yeah. getting cut. Um. But, you know, if he were to decide that he wanted to go compete with some other team for one last season, um, I mean, it's not out of the question. I actually did not know that. And that's something I'm just learning. But I'm super happy to hear that that is the decision that they came to. And I believe that's the correct one. Yeah, definitely. It's it's very positive. And at least, you know, no matter what happens this season, obviously, we're, we're moving on through. So, you know, I don't yeah. think hopefully we make it to the end of NCAA season. But if something yeah. were to happen, then... At least that's already confirmed for everyone, and that's not up in the air. On to Winter Cup. So two weeks until Winter Cup, I believe. Yul mm-hmm. just posted about it, so that's why I pop, that pops into my head. I, he said, like, two weeks, so two weeks. Yeah, I'll, two um, weeks. <laughs> it's your first meet in how long? Like, honestly, I lose Since track. last Winter Cup. Since last Winter Cup. <laughs> okay, so it's been a year. One year. And it's coming back to it. You're coming back to Winter Cup. Obviously, it's kind of different this go-round. There's no American Cup this year, so the ladies will be joining y'all. Um, we'll have Nasty Alukan Cup. We'll have um, Elite Team Cup. So it's going to be like a packed weekend, and it's not just the guys in Vegas. What are your thoughts going into this meet, and um, what what are your plans? Like, what are you planning on doing? Are you planning to do floorball? Do yeah, What's yeah. The game plan. Um, well, so thoughts going into the meet. I'm just excited to be back on the competition floor. Honestly, it it. I think we all, we train so hard, but like what we're really training for is like these competitions, these moments in time that like, you know, we get to show everything we've like put into this. We don't, you know, we, we train, we, we enjoy the process, but we love to like show what we're do like, you know, what we've been training yeah. for. So being able to compete at a competition in and of itself is like 
something that I've really had to learn to not take for granted. And I'm super excited um, that we get to be out there and have yeah. a winter cup. In terms of myself, I'm right now, uh, we've decided it's best for me just to focus on those two, my two primary events and yep. go into it as an individual athlete, even though yeah. now things are kind of evolving. Yeah. Um, but yeah, floor and vault is the plan for winter cup and trying to do them at the highest level with the highest like quality possible. USOPTC reopened this like January, right? Yeah. January 15th. So as far as your training goes, like where were you and then transitioning back into the gym? I know that you've been training yeah. for the most part pretty consistently despite everything, correct? Around the beginning of December, we learned that the OPTC was going to do a temporary shutdown until January 15th. So it was pretty much like middle of December to middle of January. And in that time, we were fortunate enough uh, to secure some training times or uh, with Air Force Academy, which is okay. uh, 30 minutes up the road. Yeah. And so they were super awesome about hosting us and having us, you know, there until, yeah. until uh, we were there until January 9th, because okay. in order to get back into the Olympic Training Center to train and use the facilities, we had to undergo a six day quarantine where we were pretty much off for an entire week. Uh, you know, get back on the 15th or the 16th, okay. but we were off for like almost a week, which, you know, yeah. a month out from a competition, that's, that's pretty tough. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but it for is me, I was able to like, you know, try to deal with it because I've had to take time off before for injuries and stuff. Yeah. So, um, we, we did what we could to stay in shape, but it was definitely a challenge, uh, in terms of keeping the flow of the training cycles. So who was your carpool group? <laughs> sometimes I drove myself depending because sometimes I would because uh, because I'm doing less events right now. Sometimes yeah, yeah, I can yeah. practice a little bit earlier or something. But usually our carpool, we would carpool with like the, our roommates at the training center. Or okay. The people we train with. So Robert Neff and, and uh, Kanji Oyama and Adrian yeah. De Los Angeles and I would usually carpool. But okay. it's, cool. it's been mixed up a lot too. So. Yeah. What are your goals? Like obviously we've talked about you're going to focus on those two events and obviously that's kind of I guess changing um, but for this event what are your goals and then after winter cup since it's only two weeks away what do you think are you are you thinking you're going to have to start because of the recent development with the olympic spots and stuff are you going to have to start looking at the other events or are you going to try to still right my goals for winter cup yeah. are just to hit my routines yeah. the way I do in training at the highest like level you know, to show that these are internationally competitive routines, but there's no really, you know, besides that, no other goals. I, I just want to hit my routines and do what I do. And if I reach my potential, then the results should be, should be good. In terms of after Winter Cup, yeah, now, I mean, now I'm starting to think about this again. I, I really don't have a clear answer for you right now because yeah. <laughs> I, I was, you know, the, one of the reasons why I stopped was because I was having a couple of little like shoulder issues, little things, nothing super serious, but, you know, we didn't want to affect my primary events. We'll have to see because I was training, uh, you know, even all six events at one point up until December. Wow. Yeah. And so, and so we'll have to see. Uh, you know, after winter cup, how my body feels, but, um, yeah, the, a lot is up in the air. So yeah. primary goal though, I ha I'll have to add this is like to make the national team, to be on the national team. 
uh, that's like step one, you know? And from there, from there, we can, you know, move forward. I, I wish there were some competitions to go to. Normally, that if you had asked me this question in any other year, I'd be like, well, I'd make the national team and get some international assignments. But yeah. that <laughs> does not seem like it's going to be the case. Not happening. The um, <laughs> national team is obviously the step, first step on the road to Tokyo, the new road to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of checking that box and then taking it day by day. I'm sure that's kind of like the mindset for you guys right now is just like, I can't control anything else that's happening. So I'm just going to stay focused and hit this one goal and then just keep going. Exactly. I, you gotta, I think in this instance, you have to be nearsighted. Like Mm -hmm. if you start thinking about all the things that the possibilities or scenarios or the lack of opportunities and then you're it, it, it's just it's overwhelming it's like you can only deal with this one thing and yeah. you can't control what's going to happen in four or five months down the line yeah ultimately you have been showing off some really fun mm-hmm. crazy stuff on instagram we're talking like yeah. floor vault obviously are your specialties um so mm-hmm. are we going to see any of that transition to the competition floor or what's what's the plan <laughs> I have, a, I have a lot of upgrades and, and yeah. a lot of them are ready to go. And I, uh, for winter cup, we're just going to go with like my, st- probably my standard routines. I might upgrade my vault. We'll see. It, yeah. we, we just, I, we've come to learn um, that in winter cup, what matters most is hitting routines, yeah. hitting clean routines with still like, for me, it's very important that I have a high level of difficulty, mm-hmm. but it, it's more important to hit the routines and it's the first competition out in a year. So we're going to go with, you know, my routines pretty much from last year. Okay. But we have like upgrades that need to be in there for, you know, the later competitions. Also, it also depends a little bit on the equipment. Sometimes there's a lot of variation. You go on a ski floor and you can do all this like crazy tumbling. But because in, a, in the U.S. we use AAI, we're stuck with AAI. And so it's just, it's a little bit, it, it presents a little bit of a challenge. So you got to be like a little... Yeah more careful with what you're doing because it's it's just sometimes I think it's physically impossible on these floors <laughs> the Seno floor the speed floor is incredible the Jim Nova floor is incredible all these <laughs> floors are awesome but you know Doha was AI essentially it's Taishin yeah. is like a sub yeah a parent company of AI they make yeah. the same product and it's not to, not that we're I know AI is trying to do their best and and and, and they're tr- and they're constantly asking for our feedback and, yeah. and, and and coming out with new models. But at the end of the day, like it is what it is. They're, they're yeah. pro- like there's just floors that are better. And I think it's a little strange that we don't uh, put our athletes through the through the trial process on the equipment that they're going to compete on. Mm-hmm. you know I can stick all your passes on AI floor but then you go on something super bouncy and it's like harder to control or it's you just know like oh now out of bounds out of bounds out of bounds yeah out of bounds yeah, yeah. Oh, I just wish I could be doing some of those like crazy hard skills that I can do like <laughs> but let's move into throwback Thursday um I have pulled up some throwback routines that I found in the depths of Utah, YouTube, but I'll try to describe it to you um, before we watch and then just kind of get like your reaction and like, I mean, it's kind of cool, I guess, to like look back and see how far you've come and also just see like a blast from the past. So the first one that I found 
is so this is you at the new york state ball championships in 2009 <laughs> okay so you're really throwing it back yeah like really <laughs> showing my age here oh my gosh that additional eight inch here <laughs> All right. Oh, gosh. <laughs> apart from the awkward salute, oh, <laughs> apart from the awkward salute, it wasn't a terrible ball. <laughs> yeah, no, it was pretty good. I feel like you've, like, upgraded your arenas since then because it's, like, very dark and dingy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. <laughs> it's pretty wild to think about some of the J.O. competitions that we did in, like, under, like, the circumstances and, like, yeah. the equipment and... <laughs> Just, and just like the warming up and the just inconsistencies of it. But yeah, that was my senior year. That was uh, that was one of the last JO meets I would I would end up doing. I, I didn't end up going to nationals that year. And it was my yeah. senior year because I ended up not being able to go to the regional championship because mm -hmm. I was I was at Europeans that year. OK, yeah, because this was when you were still competing, competing for Bulgaria, for Bulgaria. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, it's throwback, and it was really cool because yeah, um, we ended up, we that was the first time our my team we won the level ten state championship for mm -hmm. New York, and that was kind of you know the vault that solidified that. So that's awesome. That, that, yeah. was, that was a really cool moment for the team, and I yeah, I, one of my last Jo meets unknowingly. Actually, it would have been the last one. That was the last one. Yeah, because it was state. So 2009 yeah, state. Yeah. You're like that was my last year. I mean, so it was, and it was that was the last event too. So so let's like fast forward a little bit. So let's do we'll do first place floor. Okay, let's see. I think we did lay double double for Strazier. Yep. Oh. Yeah. All right. Oh my gosh, it's short shorts. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, just covering up that landing. Front full hitch kick. Woof. I love love the hitch. Killing the tran transition game here. Yeah. This I believe I was supposed to do a two and a half double full, but I ended up doing a Rudy from what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, probably wasn't my best routine. Another hitch kick. There we go. We've definitely refined these a little bit since. Double Arabian, a little different. Oh, I double love side. the double Arabian, not like straight from the corner. But... Oh, here we go with this little too high of a press. <laughs> okay, not the worst, not the worst. Yeah. Okay, whoop. Oh. And yep. You stepped out of bounds on the corner. That would have been. Almost. <laughs> Everyone loved this dismount. This is a little different. Yeah, that is a lot of fun. Whip to, was that yeah, a triple? Yeah, whip triple full, yeah. That was kind of my signature in college. Let's go back to 2017 Worlds. Yeah, more qualifications. It was, it was a good routine. It was a, it was a solid routine. Not the best I could do, but it was a good routine. Um, okay, so let's see. The, the arena here was pretty dark. Dark, yeah. <laughs> yeah. First pass. It was good. A little wobble. And that was still the double double, correct? This is the routine you're gonna see at um World at Winter Cup. Winter Cup. Winter Cup. Yeah. A little bobble there, but the floor was so bouncy. Yeah. Pretty good. Nice. A little hop forward. I love that transition to the press. Yep, I'll be doing this. Yeah, this is the routine I'll be doing. A good little preview. 
That was pretty solid. Yeah. This little, this corner over here was very like, it at one like point they, they, they even had, they even had a couple people redo their routines because the floorboards there were a little like off. Funky. It looked like you were like yeah. sinking into the floor. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a good routine, uh, like a decent routine, just a little few too many hops, but they scored me actually really well with this yeah. routine. So I'm hoping that we can, you know, I can do this probably five, six, seven tens higher, but um, mm -hmm. fifth after qualifications, uh -huh. but because it's two per country, it Don Allen Ewell killed their routines and they yeah. did they, they deservingly got better scores like yeah. I 100% agree and so it's, it's really it was really unfortunate for me um but but yeah it was it was a good experience nonetheless and yeah was that your first worlds for U.S. first one for the U.S. yes okay yeah I was the alternate in 2013 yeah yeah, yeah. so that was your first worlds for the U.S. and then that was an individual worlds yeah um, so, and that was like the big motivation for sticking around, right? Was like, yeah. you know, I, I, I had these opportunities to qualify to the Olympics as an individual kind of along the same format that this world championships would have been where, you know, it was six guys potentially. And mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, can you imagine? And like Toypia told me in 2017, what would happen, happen? in the I next mean, unfold over the next three years? It, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if I would have continued. I use the saying like everything happens for a reason but like god if you like could look back and just be like oh my god i probably would i mean for me personally i probably would have just been like okay i'm gonna crawl under a rock let me know when it's all over exactly. <laughs> yeah i mean at, but at the end of the day i always have to tell myself and remind myself that i really do love gymnastics i absolutely love this sport and and just being able to do the kinds of things that i am able to do is so much gratification and brings me a lot of joy yeah. i just need to remind myself that on days where like i get news like what i did today and you know yeah. that you know there is a there's a fundamental reason that we do this and it and it comes from like our passion and and our love for what we do and and, and that that has to count and it, it should always be at the forefront i think of your mind even if it's sometimes hard to see Looking back at those routines, like 2009, and then I think it was 2010, and then, you know, more recently, like, does that kind of like, even though all things considered, all the events of the past year or so, all things considered, I mean, does it still like kind of inspire you and think like, you know, look how far I've come? Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, I, I, I look back in those on those routines, I always think I'm like, oh, simpler times, simpler times for sure. But, you know, I feel like now in some ways I'm even better gymnast. I'm like, how, okay. I'm like, I was, you know, I was pretty decent then. I'm like, I've worked, I, I feel like I, I, it's probably terrible to say, but I, I work so much harder now than I did back then. I wish yeah. I could, you know, tell that younger kid, like grind a little bit harder, you know, a little bit more, you know, because it, it, it only gets more challenging, but yeah, you know, I've I've always told myself I'm willing to stay in the sport if I can stay at like the highest international level. If if I can still do those skills and compete those routines, then you know it, it's worth it, it yeah. to, to stick around with it. And so, 
I mean, it's a good segue, obviously, like it's a big year ahead and there's a lot of things to think about, but you are 30 and it would be, again, it would be, I would be remiss to not ask, you know, is this, I'm not asking yeah. for a retirement announcement, but like yeah. this kind of the last year, is it like, you know, Tokyo or bust, or are you just like, you know, if those world championships that are also going to happen, happen? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so like the individual worlds after the Olympics is definitely, you know, a possibility, but it, it always it depends on the body how everything's going. I I really planned I always wanted to be done before I was 30 and that would have been perfect last year, you know. Yeah. 29 I'm done. 29 I'm done. I can say no. But uh w we'll see, I guess. Uh I do as of now I do kind of plan on finishing. Yeah. This year that's that was definitely uh the but but things have changed so much and everything is like you know yeah but I I think I most likely I mean my I'm still able to do like the gymnastics I can do I feel like I'm still finding ways to get better so I'm like wow I feel like I'm sort of defying what I would have ever thought is possible yeah. but I, at the same time I do know like I'm getting up there so I need to you know I, I work I work you know so hard to stay healthy and stay fit and like make sure I'm doing rehab and all this stuff but we'll, we'll we'll just have to see how it all goes down but it, yeah, it'd be such a bitter way to end if like these individual spots got canceled and like it, I just can't yeah I mean it's there's a lot of up in the air but it's just like you don't want to go you want to go out you know the best way possible mm -hmm. uh, and I mean also there's always the other consideration that no matter what's going on right now it's hard to believe that you know three years from now Paris there's an Olympics and it's one less year since the Olympics were postponed so you never know maybe maybe you take a little break yeah it's like my body's still there I mean yeah why? <laughs> yeah no man yeah I can't even think about it right now but it, I guess you never say never never say never but. obviously I mean like that's what everybody is just like that's the that's the conversation around Simone too, where they're just like, it's only three years, Simone. Like, why not? But then it's just like, also, she's. Yeah. I'm sure, like you are. She's just like my body. Y'all don't know how my body feels, okay? My body. I don't know if it's gonna yeah. put up with that for that long. <laughs> well, I feel with Simone, she could probably take out half of her difficulty and still be incredibly competitive. So I feel like she might have an easier time of it than me, but. I understand like the body. <laughs> I'm calling this the shot of espresso. This is going to be our lightning round. So I, I have a list of questions and you just give me first answer that comes to mind. Okay. <laughs> All right. So something you're watching or reading right now. Uh, Bridgerton. Favorite way to relax. Oh, this is going to sound counterintuitive, but hiking, being out in nature. Yeah. 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 Um, you're the hiking guy, the one who's just summoning all mountains in gymnastics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Current gymnasts who inspire you. So people that are competing right now. Uh, Kazuki Minami from Japan. Jim Kazuki, uh -huh. also known on Instagram. So I just watch his gymnastics. I'm absolutely, yeah. Incredible. Like it's incredible. Wild. Something surprising about you or a hidden talent? It's the surprising thing is that I was born in Bulgaria. Not a lot of people know that. Um, hidden talent. I don't know. Climbing mountains, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if, if people don't follow you on Instagram, they wouldn't know that because, I mean, you obviously yeah. post these beautiful pictures. Oh. You speak Bulgarian, don't you? I speak Bulgarian, yeah. Could you say, like, hello, my name is, I don't know, Eddie Pinov, and 
Um, am I sp- am I pronouncing it right, Eddie? Penev. 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 Yeah. Uh, I've been all sorts of variations. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but but it would be it would be zdrasti imetumiye Eddie. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Sounds like very. I guess like um, a lot of European languages are like kind of fruity, like yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. Um, it's um Cyrillic based, so it's like a lot of like Russian undertow, like Cyrillic alphabet. Yeah. So it's a little bit more Russiany, I guess. Some people describe it. You think it'd be easier to learn Russian, or do you know any Russian? Um, I can actually read the Russian characters. I don't necessarily know the language though, because it, the alphabet's pretty much the same, with the exception okay. of one or two like um, letters. It's it's very similar. So, if you had a walk-up song, what would it be? So in Germany, we have uh, we have like when we do the Bundesliga, we have like a song that they play, and I I play this one. This like they play this song when you before you start and after you finish. And I, it's it's just like this house music. It's very upbeat. Um, it, the artist is he's a he's a French artist, a Belgian artist, Strome. Yeah. Really, really good, like upbeat music. Something uh, positive. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm having like throwbacks to like Worlds in Doha when it was just like, and this happens at all Worlds where it's just like rotate, rotate. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> so let's move on to fan questions. So we've got a few right here that I've pulled aside. Um, so what is your favorite color? Favorite color is green. Green. I love green. I love like a hunter emerald green. Mm-hmm. Those kind of ones. Um, how long have you been practicing gymnastics? Too long. I uh, know. Like 25 years. 25 okay. years. A long time. <laughs> yeah. Long time. Long time. Um, what are your goals for this season? I mean, my ultimate goal, I mean, first and foremost, I just want to be healthy and finish off the season super strong. But my goal is to, I really want to go to the Olympics as one of the individual athletes. After countless injuries, what keeps you going? After each injury, I think you learn how much you really like love what you're doing and how much you don't want it to end that way. And, you know, you always think like, I would rather quit when I'm 100% back and I said, you know what, I don't have the passion anymore. I don't have, you know, the drive. But after coming back each time, I realize I'm like, wow, I can still do this. Like I can still like, you know, and, yeah. and it makes me want it just a little bit more. I'd be like, no, 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 I, I got, I can still do this. It doesn't have to end this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's just like, you don't want to end yeah. on a note. And obviously- and even if it, did, yeah, even if it did, if you could, if I couldn't come back from these injuries and I, I just realized I just can't do the same stuff, then I wouldn't do it. But the fact that like my team of therapists and everybody who supports me has been able to bring me back to that level each time makes me think like, you know, you, you you can still do it push through it how has being an lgbtq plus athlete influenced your gymnastics uh good question i mean you know i don't know if it's really necessarily influenced my uh, my gymnastics per se but um i think it's give it's given me i know how to handle adversity and how to like you know be confident in myself and it's kind of translated into like sports and everyone's been very accepting and it just it gives me you know you know, I I want to I want to make you know, be an example for you know younger kids who might be struggling with that, um, and just to see that you can still be successful, you can still you know yeah you can do you I, can make a difference as far as your yeah it, it doesn't matter it, it, and maybe it did like 10, 15 years ago it was even harder and it it gets easier I think in each year as society kind of progresses and 
you know, things, uh, things become uh, more woke, you could say. Yeah, more woke. I like it. Yeah. I like that. And then this one isn't a question, but I thought it was really sweet. Somebody said, can I be as good as you one day? And I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You can be better than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's definitely inspiring because you're amazing. So <laughs> that's something to strive for. Um, I wanted to do a little social media minute. Because you post so many amazing things on social, including your wild skills and then mm-hmm. obviously mountain climbing that's kind of like the gist it's mountain climbing <laughs> yeah. yeah well because quarantine you know I, I haven't been able to interact with friends and travel as much as I would maybe would like and normally would do in a year so the mountains have been kind of something that you know is like a safe activity uh, oh yeah there we go okay. yeah so is this one of your this is one of your upgrades you're training yeah this is just you know, I would even say it's something, so for these videos, again, exa- you're right, you hit it right on, I mean, I think I even mentioned in the caption, but uh, I saw Kazuki doing some of this, and I was like, no, I think I could do some of these skills, so, you know, just to try to do it, just for fun, obviously, I'm training to compete the Zapata, which yeah. I can do on, like, the 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 speed floor, no problem, uh, I, but here I, I look at doing some of this skill like adding a half twist or stretching it out making it a little bit more difficult on like the soft surface yeah. so then when psychologically when you go for only a tuck one and a half you know half in full as a pata it just becomes psychologically a little bit easier you're like oh. oh well I'm just training this harder thing I should be it should be no problem and part of the reason is just for fun just to push the limits you're like wow I have this you know like talent like how far like I can, can I try this crazy skill that you get so much gratification and from, you know, com- from putting it to your feet once or twice, you know, and it's great. Cause I feel like it kind of bleeds over to the U S men and y'all are all just like, let's make this team better. Um, exactly. Yeah. What? Um, yeah. yeah. Give me your thoughts. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So this was, um, I, I think I'm going to, I'm planning. So like the, the 14,000 foot mountains, there's uh, 58 of them uh in Colorado there's only like 72 in the whole country and 58 of them are like in Colorado so I think I'm planning on finishing them all I've already done 22 so in order to finish like by the end of the year I I need to do some in the winter so these are all some of the what would be considered easier mountains in the summer that are like just low difficulty but in the winter they become incredibly difficult these this is like a series of four different mountains that i've done between december and january but it's it's beautiful it's it's kind of brutal in some of the videos like the weather you have to be very careful and very methodical about how you do it but it it, yeah i i I love it. it it's been so cool people think i'm crazy like how are you doing gymnastics and this but it honestly is a like I think it helps me a lot like the cross training like just the cardio and just you know you can do this and cross train it with gymnastics you can do anything yeah this is at Air Force Academy we were I just again this is just for fun yeah um it's conceivable that maybe one day on a on a speed floor I'd probably do this Mm -hmm. um it's yeah this is something I've never really I the first person I ever saw do this not with a double full but with a just a front full was Dominic Cunningham yeah and so I tried to try to do this just to see if it was possible because it's an F two and a D 
Mm -hmm. uh, it's like this is like I feel like almost on almost on Kazuki's level so it's you know a double double with a half twist which is an F to a double front pull mm -hmm. and also in the this would be a, a pass that if I were to continue gymnastics it would would be uh would, would have connection value because under the new code that'll start after after this year yeah. you have to do to, the only way you get connection on floor is by doing a double flipping skill to uh, another skill it can't be two twisting skills okay okay which is a huge change you know going forward not saying that i would be able to be continuing but it's something to think about i think yeah it's a good it's a new direction for floor for sure um and I, I think it'll change a lot of what you see. That's why you see Kazuki doing so many, um, like, double layout, punch, double Arabian. There's something nuts that, like, you just couldn't even imagine. It's just so weird because, like, obviously we're going to be on the current code or last quad. Who knows? It's not even a quad anymore. Um, <laughs> the, whatever this is code through, I think it is going to continue through the last, this group of world championships. And then I believe the new yeah. start yeah. So you got to like plan for the future, but also stay in with what's going on right now. Last topic, main topic that I wanted to talk to you about is just like life at the USOPTC, especially right. um, with everything considered. We all are at the USOPTC. Um, you've been there for a while. How long have you been at the USOPTC? Yeah, five years. Five. No, going on to six, yeah. And you live there full time, correct? Yeah, not currently. We're currently, we're actually, we're staying in an Airbnb because oh. of the closure. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, we stay, we, we, I, yeah, I live there. Okay. So are you living, are, are y'all, are you and your roommates, like you mentioned, um, Robin, all of them are all, all staying at the Airbnb together or? Yep. Yep. We're all staying, uh, in an Airbnb. It's like five minutes from campus. It's very, very convenient. And we're, yeah, very lucky to have this, like the way it's set up here. And originally we didn't know how long we would be staying here. It was only for the duration of the, of the temporary closure from middle of December to January but then we decided because we didn't know because we didn't know um how things were going to play out and because we because of the COVID numbers in our county we would have to split into two if we if there was a group that was living on site and there was a few people living off site we would have to separate them because of the numbers but oh. if we all agreed to stay off site until winter cup then we could all train together without having to separate us into two groups. It gives us more training time because normally we do two practices a day, but if our groups are separated, we can't do four practices in one day. There's just not enough time and with cleaning protocols, et cetera. Yeah, it, it's definitely, it, it's, a, it's a little bit more of a challenge with some things, but it's not, it's not the worst at all. And we're, we're really grateful to have this. And um, yeah, we'll be back there, back at the training center. We'll all be back on March 1st after we get back from Winter Cup. But we have to go back through the quarantine process and all that. So last couple of things I want to talk about is one, um, just like a piece of advice for people watching. Um, obviously, like we have a lot of gymnasts that follow us and read our stuff and like younger gymnasts who are coming up through the ranks um, from somebody who like looks up to you. Um, I mean, who... Mm -hmm. What kind of advice would you give to um, just people in general, but, you know, these gymnasts that, you know, want to be where you're at one day? One of the defining characteristics of my career has been the adversities that I've had to deal with in terms of injuries. Um, you know, I, I've, I've been told that, you know, this might be the end of my career. This is like, you know, you tear your ACL, for instance, 
and you might never be able to be as good or as powerful or as strong as you as you were so, sorry are you this is I'm still here yeah it just oh, yeah I, I was just getting a call that was really weird um yeah no I, like I was saying adversity and like injuries and just to never and it sounds cliche but to never give up if you're passionate about something don't let anyone ever tell you you can't do it you can't you can't get back from an injury you can't and you should understand that every time you come back from something or you every time you overcome the odds you become so much stronger as a person and your love for what you're doing just increases a little bit more so you've hit your limit it's like no it's not even even if you think even if everyone's telling you even if it feels like in the moment you're like this is it I, I will never like I can I'm I'm I went from doing crazy like crazy gymnastics to I'm learning how to walk again you know and you're gonna hit those low points but you gotta understand that you'll get so much more out of it if you like just push it through the end even if you don't get back to the level that you were just to like overcome like that barrier is going to do so much for you as a person and for your character and you'll be able to apply that throughout your life so no never give up no matter what hand you're dealt i'm calling this the final sip even though i've been out of coffee for a hot minute <laughs> no. Likewise. <laughs> I'm going to end this on like a good news, positive note, obviously, like I think overall we've had a great conversation, but um, what, like when you're throwing, scrolling through social media or any good news that's happened to you lately, um, have you seen anything that's just like kind of like warmed your heart or um, have you had a moment with somebody or just like a positive note or good news moment to end it on. I've gotten so many uh, just positive like messages of encouragement in the, like the recent like it, ever since quarantine started. Um, just like so many people just appreciating that you know we're still working through it, still going for our goals. That oh my son like like is it watches just stuff like that. It's it's happened even more. I think maybe people have a little bit more time on their hands to like reach out and do those kind of things. Wow. And it's just like, and yeah, it's just the, the joy I get from seeing people still like doing Olympic sports at this time, still doing, you know, just, you know, gymnastics still like pushing the envelope and, and people supporting what I'm doing. And yeah, I think, I think everyone's maybe even gotten a little bit closer in terms of like the, the, the athletes, because yeah. everyone feels so fortunate that they're able to still continue. Yeah, and I feel like it's probably reassuring as well, just like when you're sitting there and all these things are happening and you're getting these messages of encouragement and you know, talking with your teammates. Yeah. Just like And from you guys too, and from all like the gymnastics, like like the the fan sites and like yeah. the accounts that we we appreciate it so much because we really, you know, we 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 really take it to heart. It has been great talking with you, Eddie. I really appreciate you yeah. taking the time. Yeah, um, thank you. Thank you. We're excited to See you at Winter Cup in two weeks and um, throughout the rest of the season and hopefully just things keep going and we get we're looking forward to this season hopefully your shirt yes yeah here's hoping and uh, for just general uh, improvement on the pandemic for yeah. everybody out there hopefully things get we country gets vaccinated everything's happening positive positive, yes. positive. Um, yeah. when we get news like today 
it's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and life is more than just gymnastics. You know? Yeah. Life is more than just gymnastics. I like that. It's a good way to end it. Good luck with training. And thank you. Yeah. And we'll talk soon. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. And I appreciate it. All right. <laughs> Bye, Eddie. All right. Bye-bye.